Episode 41 of the Library Pubcast coming at you. Omaha, Nebraska, 90th and Fort, just a block south. Get over to Library Pub today and take care of some uh, of the overstock of whiskey. Yeah. 41. Did I say 41? I say 41. <laughs> How time flies 51. Fun. Or drinking too much. Episode 51. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought it was 52 this week. It's 51 this week. It should have been 52, 51. but... COVID. COVID. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Should the modifier too much ever be used with the term drinking? If you die. Yeah. Well, if you've got to pick a way to go. <laughs> at, that point, at that point in time, you realize where you went wrong. I usually have to figure, figure at the point where I'm going to vomit. Is I've done too much. Yeah, that is, that's usually right, right when the heave comes. You're like, oh, shit, I, I, I drank too that's much. When your body Haven't you ever you heard the over. statement, puke and rally? <laughs> nope, that, that doesn't apply to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the last time you puked and rallied, Mark. I'm sure when I was a kid, I puked from drinking, but I don't have any conscious memory of throwing up from drinking. <laughs> Problem is, I, I have no tolerance. I hate throwing up. So I, really? I get, oh, no. I get tired and go to sleep before I ever get close to throwing up. Really? Huh. I hate throwing up. I will not. I will. I'd rather pass out. Yeah. I, Even the, the flu, I hate throwing up. I think the... Yeah. That's almost worse, because then there's just nothing. Well, there's a good chance you're going to shit your pants, too, when you have the flu. Eyes are watering. I had one night that I I think I heaved so hard that I thought I broke a rib. For those of you that are actually listening to this, we don't plan these conversations ahead. It just happened to be in the last 45 seconds we decided to go to puke talk. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I think I've heaved so hard one time, I thought I broke a rib. I had a friend of mine blow a blood vessel out in his eye. Oh. One time, yeah, it was pretty nasty looking. Probably still there. And it's it I got to the point. Nasty looking. One time where I, I just I was I was done throwing everything up, but the body was still <laughs> insistent. So I just went and started eating something. So I had something to throw up. Drink a little water. Yeah. Oh God, it was it's rough. But puke and rallies. I had a buddy of mine that was in the Navy. He puke and rallied uh, three times one night. I think we took oh. him to the hospital after that. I was going to say, <laughs> did he end up in the hospital? <laughs> he was a Navy guy, so he was used to drinking heavily, and, and it was custom. I mean, if you don't puke and rally at least once in the Navy, then you're not really doing Gross. it right. So, Episode 51, don't forget to come over to Library Pub. Once again, 90th and Fort in Omaha. All tequilas and rums are 25% off. The rest of the selection is between 2,500 and 3,000 labels of whiskeys, bourbons, scotches, Whiskies, which include bourbons, scotches, gins, all sorts of great... God, we have taught you something, haven't we? Well, I mean, after a year or so, I'm starting to learn. <laughs> you Well, you've got drinking down. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> he had that down before he started the podcast. Just not with whiskey. <laughs> whiskey took a little bit of a getting used to, but... What did you drink before you yeah. started this? I was very heavy Double into Sam Adams... And I had to switch from Sam Adams because it was starting to affect my stomach. So I, I, I was angry orchard a lot. Um, and then around the racetrack, if a driver offered me a, a beer, I'd pretty much drink anything they gave me, except for Natty Light. <laughs> so he wanted to do a podcast, so it would, so it's a hobby for him. So, mm-hmm. you know, so he's not just sitting at home drinking. So now he has an excuse yeah. instead of just yeah. admitting well, that the, he's the, an alcoholic. The podcast came about when Steve... <laughs> Steve King was still here, and we were trying to make Whiskey Wednesday successful. And Steve had said, well, let's try doing a podcast. And we'd kicked around for a while, and then after my company fired Steve and he moved to New York, I thought, well, shit, I could do it. Steve probably would have been a lot more fun. Steve worked okay. in New York. Uh, upstate New York he moved to. Like oh, like where? Buffalo? Albany? Oh, I think it was... I'll have to look again. I don't know exactly where he's at. 
Buffalo is upstate. All or no, Buffalo is outstate. Big Albany market. is upstate. Bigger, bigger market. Oh, smaller, I don't know. Smaller. I've never been to New York. That's so ridiculous. I'll look it up while we're while we're talking about this. But the idea behind the Library Pubcast is that we are going to taste three different whiskeys. One of them is going to be from Mark the. Unch. The other is going to be from Matt, the whiskey guy. Then Kevin, the beer guy, will bring us a beer that is freshly on tap at the Library Pub. Don't forget to follow us on the Untapped app. Follow us today so that way you can get notifications of the latest beers that are on hand. And then we're going to try our Steel of the Week, which is our economically affordable, highly approachable whiskey that needs to be in your collection. You didn't read it this week. Motherfuckers, I didn't read it. (laughs) Wow! If we didn't have another 30 minutes to record, I'd drop the mic and walk off. (laughs) (laughs) Don't drop the mic. Yeah, that's true. They're already already beaten up enough. So that is the Library Pub cast. We sit around Library Pub in Omaha, and uh, it's five five guys sitting around a bar. Enjoying some whiskey and inappropriately, it's a it's a fish. Really, apparently, it's a tasty fish. I don't know. What? No gars. Uh, no, gars aren't tasty. No gars like gars are dreams. They're garbage like, fish. Just sit there for their. Aren't life they? Aren't they like big. a mixture between an alligator and a fish? Yeah, kind of. They got evil lot, looking. Lots of really sharp teeth. That right there is exactly what happens at a bar. The conversations take a left turn very quickly, and that's what happens on the library pub. We could go from talking about some ugly, disgusting fish to puking to dicks and fart jokes in a mo- in a matter of moments. My my my! Look at this glass of whiskey sitting in front of me. <laughs> Mark, what have you brought? What have you picked for us to try today? Well, today I'm going to go uh, kind of off normal for me, and I'm going to do a bourbon instead of a uh, scotch. Stealing uh, Matt's thunder. No, he's not. No, I'm not. Just, I just happen to really like this whiskey, and it, someone mentioned it. And I thought, we should try this. Well, the whiskey we're going to try is Pritchard's Double Chocolate Bourbon. Whoa. Well, see, everybody hears that, and they think they're going to be drinking dessert. That is not the case. They use very, very fine amount of chocolate in it, and the chocolate they use isn't really chocolate. It's, it's finely ground. That word that has three vowels and two C's in it that I can never pronounce. C-A-C-A-O. Cacao. Cacao. Right? (laughs) Chocolate beans. Chocolate beans. Uh, There's a very famous chocolatier in the same town that Pritchard's has made, and they got together and came up with this. All you're going to get out of it is going to be a very smooth bourbon. I've had it before. He said smooth. Mark said smooth. Mark said smooth. Way to go. Uh, me waving my hands did nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Matt, Mark's uh, let me slap his hand. What it, slapping Mark's hand. That's not his hand. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, it felt so good, though. <laughs> Double gross. You said gross. to take that to the next level, didn't you? <laughs> Always. Always. Anyway, you're going to get a bit of cacao on the finish of this. Other than that, it's just a very approachable, very drinkable bourbon. It would be a great after-dinner bourbon. Uh, now I'm going to take a sip. First mm. of all, on visual, it is a very light amber. Nice. That is incredibly Rob Santana. <laughs> wow. Just incredibly good. You See, to me, I would say it's incredibly Godiva-y. Do you think it tastes Godiva-y? I mean, well, I mean, it tastes like the like drier, like uh, right. It's not a, dark it's, chocolate, but it, not quite. It's like not nips, a, like right nips, because they're, they're using the cacao bean, which is what chocolate is made of out yeah. of with a bunch of sugar added. Mm-hmm. I was and trying to be clever instead of saying Rob Santana since it's chocolate. It's Godiva. It's Godiva. Right? Godiva. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. really easy to drink. I think... Uh, what the would the that word for that be? Godiva-ee? Maybe, yeah. Godiva-ish. Godiva-esque? 
I think Godiva-esque would work. Okay. It sounds very fancy. I think the thing that sticks out the <laughs> most for me with this is how slow and enjoyable the burn is. Yeah. I get zero it's, burn out of I this. I mean, just like, it's not... It's a warmth. It's a warm. warm. Not burn. Burn's a bad word, but it's a warm. It's just see, slow. It's down all the mouth throat. and tongue for me. Mm. For me, oh, gosh, I for just... me, this bourbon, it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? And by the while you're looking for the word, let's just bring up how awesome it is that Mark is trying a bourbon. Mark, Mark is Mark is very yeah, much you a hear, you hear double ch- you hear double chocolate bourbon, but I get very little chocolate even out of the finish. I get more. It's a very to me. It's a very uh, Brown sugary. Mm-hmm. I mean, not sweetness, but that, that flavor of a dark brown sugar. Mm-hmm. I get that out of it more than anything else. I get a little chocolate right up front. Do you? Right when it hits my tongue. It's very, this is very oh, silky. Tongue. No, you won't. This is very silky. Creamy almost. Very, yeah. It's got yeah, a I great, that's great like, mouthfeel. That's like the chocolate that just kind of slows it down. If that makes sense. That's really darn good it's bourbon. It's just, it's. And you know, uh, what re- is that, a bottle? Retail is 60 ish, 65. Between, between 60 and 70 somewhere. Depends on how little the seller wants to make. 14 at the pub. It's only uh, 45%, 90 proof. Wow. $14 a pour at the pub? Yep. Double chocolate. $14 for two and a quarter I wonder how much ounces. that has turned people off of buying that label. Oh, I, I would think a lot. I would think a lot. We sell second glasses to a lot of people if I can convince them to, you need to try, try this. The, first time, yeah. the problem is that we've had with it is it the distributor. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Wait. Oh, hi. Hi. oh, hi. It's a Johnson Brothers hi. product. Yeah, it is. Full disclosure, Johnson Brothers sells this. We just picked up this year, though. I think it was just this, just literally and see, that's like what, within that's, six months. Yeah, but this year's lasted like 10 years, so <laughs> I mean, you got to give me more. <laughs> but see, what happened with it is true. the former distributor convinced us to buy it. I liked it. We sold it. Go back. Order some more. Go back. Order some more. No, we don't sell it anymore. And then it was gone, gone for like yeah. a year because no one was selling mm-hmm. it. And then Johnson Brothers picked it up, and they keep a pretty decent inventory, so generally we can always get it. What's yeah. a bottle of that? 70, uh, you yeah, said? Yeah, between 60 and 70. Hmm. Uh, the name of the chocolate company is the Olive and Sinclair Chocolate Company of Nashville, Tennessee. Now, since we're still drinking this, I can throw a little Pritchard's trivia at you. Pritchard's was the Pritchard's was the first legal distillery built in Tennessee after Prohibition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babe Ruth. <laughs> Babe Ruth. Joe DiMaggio. It was totally Sandy Colfax. Shoeless Joe Jackson. He was a great guy. If you build it, they will come. Kevin Co- always comes back to Kevin Costner. I love that guy. <laughs> James Earl Jones. <laughs> Kevin Costner's great as long as he doesn't produce and direct a movie. If he produces and directs it, it's crap. He actually he's did a, a cowboy. He's he did win. a. Uh, <laughs> you know he. You know he produced and directed Dances with Wolves, which was a horrible movie. What? what? It was a horrible movie. Dances a with long Wolves, movie, but it's what not horrible. God, it moves so it's, slow. It, you, you, it you, is, you can take a nap is, in the middle, is, wake is. up, and not miss no, anything. No, you, you you nap for the fifteen minutes he's playing with the dog. It's a wolf. okay. <laughs> let, let me let me throw two let me throw <laughs> two titles out there. Tatonka. Tatonka. Waterworld. Yeah, good trade. Waterworld and the Postman. Yeah, he was both the producer and director. I know. Waterworld or the Postman? Oh, the Postman. The Postman definitely. Waterworld. Waterworld was bad. And I was just watching a thing that ear gills. He was originally the top candidate for Neo? playing Wyatt Earp in yeah. Um, well, he, Tombstone. He played Wyatt Earp in a different I know. version. I know. I'm getting there. Don't jump in front of me. Sorry. Stay on page three. Nope. 
It's a long page. <laughs> when he got the script, he wanted to do it. But then he sat down with the producers and he's like, I think it needs to focus more on Wyatt Earp and his development as a person. And they're like, no, we want it to focus on gunfights, the, the cowboy, the whatever the cowboys the were. Yeah. They had a disagreement about it. Kevin Costner went to the studio and said, don't make that movie. Make the movie I'm writing. They waited a year or so to greenlight Tombstone to see his script. And because he had so much clout from the success of Dances with Wolves, the studio ended up greenlighting Tombstone. And then they also bought his script and his script did shit. <laughs> his version of Wyatt Earp was terrible. Well, the best, char- the best character in Tombstone is Doc Holliday. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you could say that. I mean, Billy Bob Thornton's in there. It's one of my favorite scenes is when Billy Bob. Fat, fat Billy Bob. Oh, my God. Right. When he's out he's in front. He's the dealer. He, when fat he's Billy out in Bob. front and and he comes back with a you shotgun. Gonna and what? Bleed <laughs> you going to do something. <laughs> yeah. And he's just standing there. He, goes, he starts to turn and walk away. And I think it was Doc Holliday goes, leave the shotgun. <laughs> he just sets it down and walks off. Why, I mean, Ike? Whatever do you mean? <laughs> How more of a demoralized man do you have to be? He's, to, oh, he's by the way, there with the shotgun and Doc Holliday turns and goes, "Oh, you're still here." <laughs> I mean, one of your be- the yeah. best lines is, "I'll be your Huckleberry." Yeah. It's a good one. Anyways, uh, you see what Kevin Costner does. <laughs> he I can, just mentioned Kevin Costner. I know he can he can be a really good director actor. I mean, he could be really good, but oftentimes he just gets in his own way. At one time, Kevin Costner was in all five... No, that's Harrison Ford. All five of the top five grossing motion pictures of all time. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars, Indiana Uh, Jones. The Big Chill. I would imagine Fugitive? No, American Graffiti. Okay. In The Big Chill, if you watch the movie, you never see him. Originally, he was... Do you remember the basis of The Big Chill? Never watched it. Okay. The basis of The Big Chill is a bunch of college friends get back together for one one of their friends' funeral because he killed himself. Well, in the original cutting, Kevin Costner was the corpse. (laughs) But when they edited the movie, they edited that scene out, so all you ever see of Kevin Costner is his shoes. Kevin Costner or or Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford. (laughs) Sorry. God, I keep getting those two confused. I don't know why, because I like Harrison Ford way more. He's great. I love Harrison Ford's sense of humor. They're different. They're different. It's like... Liking apples and liking oranges. You can All like right. them both. Harrison Ford's a mumbler. Moving on. Uh, Harrison Ford. Yeah. Thank you. Kevin Costner is amazing. The really appearances like, he did with Jimmy Jimmy Kimmel, where he would come on like every year or so, and Kimmel would ask him questions about, you know, like, is there another three Star Wars coming? And he would never answer the question. Well, eventually they tied it in, and they started doing this love triangle with Harrison Ford's wife, if that happened to be Leia. Or if it was his real life wife and Chewbacca, <laughs> and so oh wow, so they would it, you got to go video the the clips are absolutely hilarious because they would say like one of the f- favorite ones was Harrison Ford sit there answer questions and Kimmel goes do you mind if we just we just ask some audience questions and Harrison's like uh yeah that's fine just uh, just no right, Star kid. Wars questions no Star Wars questions and he's like okay 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 no Star Wars questions let's go to the audience and the first guy that stands up is wearing a Jedi uniform and the guy goes um. Uh, what? What's your favorite color? <laughs> and it cuts back to Harrison. He's he's slightly pissed, but he goes, you know, orange or whatever it is. Third question, your second question, it was somebody dressed up as Leia. And then the fourth question was like an Ewok, but they all couldn't ask Star Wars questions. And the f- the final person was Chewie. <laughs> and, Whoa! And, and he goes, 
you know, does it, and Harrison stands up and he's doing this shaking thing where he's all pissed off and he goes, that was my wife. She was coughing up hairballs for a month, you mother. <laughs> and it bleeps it out. And they just went on with this whole bit for like they three or four appearances. It's hilarious. It is. To the point where Chewie was about to jump off of the top of the building <laughs> and Harrison had to go up and, 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 uh, and talking down and, and they made up it was it's hilarious shit it's almost as funny as the ongoing joke of my apologies to matt damon we ran out of time if you don't know what that is google it and watch that entire youtube stream because it's perfect all right back to whiskey drinking i never stopped matt what have you brought for us today this week i brought a bottle from home since this isn't available in the great state of nebraska it's the cream of kentucky 13 year batch five so if you want to try this, you're going to have to go to, to Matt's to house. house or Colorado by invite only, mm. which, yes, I actually just broke the seal on this here. I tried it at the whiskey bar we go to out there for $40 a pour. Wow. It's oh, really, I think it's my really bottle, good. I was like, oh, shit. No, this is, is about a, 160 a bottle. And what do they pour out there? Is that two and a quarter? Or uh, it's about do? an ounce and a half. Okay. Because it does vary at your at your different bars. Yes. The, the one that I like to go to for pizza and beer also has a nice whiskey selection. They've got a lot of the stuff that we've tried on the pub. My favorite whiskey right now is actually a scotch. It's Glenmorangie Original. Here it's $9, $11 a pour. So I have 10-ish. For a two and a quarter ounce pour, it's $22 for an ounce there. And you what? still what? buy it? No. Okay. I made the mistake the first time. I thought, oh, this. And when I got it, I thought, Damn. well, that's a. This shit's the real deal. Yeah. What pizza place do you go Everybody to? Everybody take a sip right now and forget about pizza. Uh, Lincoln's Pub. It's in the old Dixie Quicks building. Oh, over in Iowa. Iowa. In Council Bluffs on the Hunter Blocks. Huh. Amazing food. Amazing Bill's food. Council Bluffs, mm. where men are men and sheep are scared. This is nice. <laughs> there is an aftertaste, though, that I'm not, I can't quite place. I drank water between it. And is I it pickle? Could, no, it's not. No, it's no one ever tastes pickle but you, Dan. So I'm going to say this word, but it, it's... Are we going to make fun of you after you say it? No, but it's... I don't like using this word to describe things because it's usually like a negative thing. So astringent. There's like an astringency that I... But I'm enjoying it. There's like a weird... It's a little bit of booziness in the hmm. backside. I just... I don't know. There's something that I'm booze. not used... That I'm not used to tasting out of a bourbon. I'm, there's something that's enjoyable. But there's an astringency at the end after I swallow that... Yeah, like, Mark, I anytime you want to jump in on that, <laughs> you've never seen to miss an opportunity with Chris. Oh, uh, I try to give him a break now and All then. Right. I That's just nice. good hooch. Yeah, but I do. I do. Chris, I like about just stop talking now. No, I want to talk about this because this is a cool and it's. A, but you're not saying small, anything. Yes, I am saying. I, I'll edit it up so that he does say something. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the label's very old. I think school you looking. should leave that in. Uh, this is this is uh, a very old brand. Hmm. That was around in the late 1800s. That does have more of a burn than the Pritchards. Yeah, Pritchards. Well, thank this you. is a 51% or 102 proof. Okay. Well, that's not so bad. It's, it's a little higher than what the Pritchards yeah. were. And what was the Pritchards at 94? It was a 40, 90. 45, 90. Okay. But it tastes very, very similar. Like if you put these side by side, I, I would, think they're way different. In my opinion, I'm yeah. Everything on this is undisclosed mm. except for the age statement. This has some cooking spices. The burn is a lot sharper, which is not bad. That's just what I'm... Cooking spices. So and, spices. And yeah. just out of curiosity, is it... You've used that before. Why I can't get, I use I that? Mark, though. is it illegal for you to purchase a bottle of that through... How could you get a bottle of that legally? 
I cannot. Okay. Oh, that I can I can to take home. Okay. But I can't. And I meant you as in the bar. I can't. I cannot legally possess that in a licensed premise, nor can I sell it. There's no way for you to go to like a distributor in Colorado or somebody that can get it and get it shipped to Nebraska. Now, why isn't this available in Nebraska? It's just the dis- because, distiller. Because Johnson Brothers hasn't gotten around to contacting Kentucky Cream and saying, can we rep you in Nebraska? Okay. And is there usually a fee that goes along with that? Like, does Johnson yes. Brothers pay C- Cream of Kentucky, or does Cream of Kentucky pay Johnson Brothers? I actually Brothers? don't know that question. Okay. Uh, answer uh, that. The, the problem is not it's what you have, they have to pay each other. The problem is what they have to pay the state. Yeah. yeah. You have to get a license to imp- to send your booze into Nebraska. And if it's something that's not going to sell a lot of, you have to determine whether it's cost-effective to pay the tax or just not go to Nebraska because it's a dinky little state we won't sell much. Got it. Yeah, it's crazy what they have to go through to bring in, like, new lines from current breweries that are already in, like, mm-hmm. the stuff that you have to go through to sign up and, like, get that specific style of beer in is insane. I, not to be nosy, but I would just, I would like to know what that basic dollar amount is to get yeah. a new label in a dis- distributor. It'd be interesting to see what that number is, just out of curiosity. Just my own education. You gonna look it up for me, Chris? Kind of of like an odd citrus at the end of the cream of Kentucky. Like I'm just there's something that I don't know if it's an astringency or if it's just kind of a different a different citrusy taste, like some weird citrus that might be cool, but we don't know about it. Mm. It's so far it's bad. So far, we've had the Pritchard Double Chocolate Bourbon. Don't get turned off. Thank you. Don't get turned off by the name. It is not like a dessert drink. It is just... I mean, it could be. It is distilled with a little bit of chocolate flavor. Well, a little bit... Probably of, aged. A little bit of chocolate. Not yeah. chocolate flavor. Chocolate. Cacao, Cacao bean. Cacao. Cacao. We've also had the Cream of Kentucky, which is not available in Nebraska. Uh, we all kind of like it. It's pretty good. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. Maybe. Yeah. Kevin likes it? Yeah. All right, let's move on to our beer of the week, brought to you by Kevin. Kevin, what have you uh, dropped in front of us today? Uh, today we got the Lump of Coal Stout from Ridgeway Brewing. Oh, appropriate. Lump? It was too good of a name to pass up. What's uh, the name of it? Lump of Coal. Oh. This follows up last week's The Cat Stole My Stash and Pissed on the Christmas Tree. Yes. So now we have a Lump of Coal. Uh, who was it brought yeah, by? Sorry. Who? Uh, Ridgeway Brewing. Ridgeway? Ridge, Yeah. Uh, it's a English. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's not a real heavy stout. stout. From looking at it, I also thought it was a brown. It, so it's perfectly relevant stout. Yeah, that's good. That's a good beer. Yeah, looking at it, I thought it was a brown. That's Woo. a yeah. I could drink probably a lot of those with a whiskey. This, that Kev, what's the ABV? Really, oh, dude, the, with that cream of Kentucky, yeah, it's or fantastic. the Pritchard is fantastic. Might almost be too chocolatey with the Pritchards. What was the ABV again? Eight percent. Eight percent, probably. Yep. Yeah. This is with that cream of Kentucky. Yeah, this it's is awesome. It also turns this glass of beer into like a thirty-seven dollar glass of beer <laughs> with the Pritchards <laughs> or with the with the cream of Kentucky. So this is now on tap at the Library Pub. You can also find out more information about what is on tap. The forty-six great beers that we have, plus Bud Light and Michelob Ultra. You can follow us on the Untapped app for the latest selections and more information about the different brews. Uh, everyone seems to enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's a, it's a light, lighter-bodied stout. Uh, it has a little bit of bitterness in the, at the at the back end, but not a lot. Uh, very easy to drink stout. Sometimes stouts you have to work your way through them. Yeah, stout will turn my stomach pretty quick. Yeah, this this almost drinks more like a like a dark like a dark brown ale yeah, as opposed to a. St- with this. At all, I think it's too. It's not. It's not. No. It's not stouty enough. Yeah, if you're making yeah. a stout stew or yeah. something, it's not. No, 
Which is actually really good. It is really good. Kevin, what's ABV on this? Eight. Okay, good. I wouldn't have guessed that. I was going to guess in the neighborhood of like four, and then I was like, ah, oh, it's a stout. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. So that once again, Lump of Coal by Ridgeway Brewing. It is a, you said it was a British? Uh, yes. Yeah. They're in England. In <laughs> England. <laughs> hey, listen, words are tough when you're three drinks in. I love Flash Gordon. Our steal of the week is the economically affordable, highly approachable whiskey that needs to be in your collection. These are typically under $40. They're going to make a great addition to your shelf, your, uh, your, your room, your closet, whatever your wherever, collection of whiskey wherever is. Wherever you keep your stuff. Yeah. Some of it's hidden. Box Do you guys have a garage. hidden section from friends and, and maybe even the wives? No. Um, Chris would never hide anything from his lovely wife. Of course not. That's not what she, I was getting at. In I case she's listening. No. I don't really. <laughs> my wife's not a big whiskey drinker, so I don't really have to hide it. And she knows to ask about anything. Yeah. She she pulls out first. She made that mistake with tequila mm. a few years ago. I had a bottle of the Cuervo Plantino. Mm. That at the time when I got the bottle, it was like the fifth or sixth best tequila in the world. Blah, blah, blah. Really expensive Still bottle. Is. Blah, blah, blah. Still is. Yeah. Yeah, her and some friends made margaritas out of it. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. How close were the divorce papers? Um, I wasn't going to divorce her over it, but I definitely wasn't happy for a few hours. It's like $150 bottle. Uh, it, was, it was like a, like a $210 yeah. bottle when I, when I got it back in oh, 2004. Nine, eight, something like that. Hmm. Yeah. I, oops. By the way, rums and tequilas, twenty five percent off while supplies last at the library pub. Those I are the ones that are above. There's a plantino up there, isn't there? Yes. I there think is so. a plantino up there. You know, you can get it for twenty five percent off right now, Matt. I've got a partial bottle at home. Well, what buy did, this partial what, bottle and tap it off or top makes, it off. Makes that's not legal. Oh, it is in your house. It's just not here. I always follow the letter of the law. Even in the privacy of my own home. Uh, oh no, I don't. Everybody has to have a bottle of this American. Uh, this stuff's really good, oh, and it's very good. It's kind of cool. They, it's a whiskey. It's not a bourbon. Yeah, and they do things a little different. They, they age it in un. Uh, sorry, they age it in whiskey-soaked barrels. So they put the white lightning in. Oh wow! To like a second fill barrel, something like that. I think, which is why the color on this is is not very dark. I'm sorry, I, I, I was distracted by my phone and work again. Did you say what it was again already? This is yes. Victor's American. American unblended. Is what they call it. Super light. That's nice. That's, that is very nice. The flavor stays around for a little while, too, but I don't know if that's the other bourbons that I've had before that. That's, I, I think that's kind of sessionable. What is this, it a is bottle? absolutely sessionable. A dangerously sessionable. I've, I've had a bottle of that my, sorry, I've had a bottle of that uh, 40 at my bucks. house. Did you see me catch that? <laughs> I just about spilled my whiskey. I've had a bottle that of that at my house. That would be alcohol abuse. It doesn't last very long at all. Because mm. I didn't know what I had when I had, I mean, it's not overly expensive, but this no, is something that we don't get a lot <coughs> of. So whenever I order it, I have to hmm. send an email to get it out of safety stock because this is something that we keep in safety stock, which is really strange. Once again, that was the Michter's American Unblended. How much did you say it was? 40 bucks a bottle. 40 bucks a bottle. That's available at the Library Pub. Come in and try any one of the three we've tried today, which is Prichter... Prichter's fucking... Prichter's. Prichter. Darn Pricks. Prichter, Prichter. I just took my my third sip of that, and I've decided that I could... Sit down on a Sunday afternoon at the beginning of a football game. Mm -hmm. Finish this. I don't know if I get all the way through, but when I when I woke up from my nap, out half of it pretty easy. easy. 
but when I woke up from my nap, then I'd finish the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because there's nothing better than a, the two-nap Sunday. Yeah, I mean, yeah right. So We've had, instead of Mark doing the puke and rally, yeah. full circle, he does this rally. It's the nap and rally. Exactly. Well, that comes with the... Uh, it's like a trip to Vegas. Yeah. Well, uh, Pritchard I, Double Chocolate Bourbon was our first drink. That was I about I fell $14. asleep last night in the first quarter of the Kansas City game. So seven fell asleep. You read yeah. air quotes here. Shoes were off. Shoes were off. Fell asleep. Okay. By the way, those of you who aren't familiar with the Library Pubcast, the rule is: if you fall asleep with your shoes on, you passed out. If your shoes are off, you're simply taking a nap. That's right. Anyway, so I woke up at like midnight. So this is like five hours later. I yeah. was, so then I ended up just topping off my cocktail because I keep it in a in a thermo tumbler, so the ice doesn't melt very much. And watched three episodes of DC's Flash. So it was like three o'clock in the morning when does, I went to bed. Does anybody else have a problem? Like when you have a heavy night of drinking, like just, it's a regular night. You're not out drinking with friends. You're just you enjoy that whiskey just a little bit too much, and you go to sleep drunk. And you fall down and your just stairs. Randomly yeah. wake up at three o'clock, wide awake. Oh, yeah. oh I did that. That's why I did three or four a.m. I wake up at three or four a.m. I'm wide awake. I literally lay there. I'm like, well, I might as well just get up and start doing shit. Well, you have to because if you, if you lay there, you don't sleep. Right. If you don't do something, you're just like, so. <laughs> yeah. All right. Our drinks today have been Pritchard Double Chocolate Bourbon. It's about $14 a pour. Matt brought us the Cream of Kentucky, which horribly is not available in Nebraska. Please contact the local sh- uh, toe. But it would and be about $40 to 45 It'd be about 40 to $45 a pour. Uh, here or... Are you basing it off the place in uh, Colorado? I'm basing it off of how we price our things at the pub. Okay. So at about at the pub, it'd be about $45. But again, it's not available here. The only way you're going to be able to get a hold of it is to be able to uh, become friends with Matt. Or go to Colorado. Or go to Colorado and pick it or, up. Or, is it, or any other state that is carries it, it. Is it available in Missouri? Do you have any idea? I don't have a clue. Because I might drive an hour south to get I, that. This was the first bottle I'd ever seen okay. in the wild. So I set in the, in the wild. So I like set that. the set the it's trap and snagged that bear. Kevin, yeah. the beer guy, brought us a lump of coal by Ridgeway Brewing. It's about eight percent by uh, alcohol by volume, and that is a British beer uh, brewed in what was it, Mingland? Mingland. Mingland. Love Flash Gordon. <laughs> I love that new place. The steal of the week was our Michter's American Unblended, about forty dollars a bottle. Very uh... delicious stuff. All right, that's going to do it no, for us. No, oh, my no. God. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, we got shit to do yet. For the whiskey God. tasting part. I'm sorry. That's yeah. going to do it for it us. Is, and we also need to try the very old Bartons, right? Oh, shit. We do. Get to pour in that very old Bartons that is yours. <laughs> Not working this afternoon, Chris? No, <laughs> helps. All right, so while we're getting, we're getting our rest in pieces and our Omaha Scanner Tweet of the Week organized, uh, let me just recap what we've done with the very old Bartons. Oh, yes. This is a very inexpensive whiskey that we all freaking loved a couple of weeks ago. Matt's wife, Sherry, got him these bourbon bullets is what they're called. And they're from a company in, I want to say it was Oklahoma, but I think I've got that wrong. Uh, it could be Ohio. Started with an O. Possibly started with an O. It maybe, may have been Oregon. Alaska. You know, um, Orono, Maine. Could be. So That's where the University of Maine is. It's called Battle Forge or Battleground. I'm going to have to look it up again. Anyway, they're pieces of wood that are shaped like bullets. One's an oak, one's a cherry, and one's a maple. And I don't believe that they're actually infused with flavor. I believe it's just the wood. Yeah, I reached out to the uh, to the manufacturers of this. Uh, Battleground Farms is the name of the company. You can find them online. But these are bourbon bullets, and they are straight, no modification. They're 
clean right from a tree. Lathed well, that's into usually the, where wood comes from, Dan. Sometimes. Uh, lathed Maybe into a, a... Hey, give science time. Diamonds don't come from coal anymore. The good ones do. No. The good ones come they from man They come from Cameron's made. ass. Mm, that's true. Who's Cameron? Wow. Diaz? Bueller. Bueller. Oh. Well, I know that Cameron. I didn't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not infused bullets at all. Cameron is it's so straight tight. Wood. You stick a lump of coal up his ass. That's right. Have <laughs> you seen the new? Have you seen the new commercial that has Cameron on it? Uh-uh. Uh They have a security camera that's pointing down at a Ferrari in a garage, a little red Ferrari, uh-huh. and there's two kids screwing with it, and then they flash to Cameron. Love it. Going, oh, I've seen this before. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. not as good, though, as Bruce Willis doing the Die Hard battery oh, commercials. Yes. Those are good. <laughs> that was All right, really so surprising the first time. I was like, is there another Die Hard movie? Yeah. No. Why did kidding. it take so long for them to do that? Did it just take this long for Bruce Willis to bring down his price? So this is the oak. My guess is because he wasn't actually like in it, right? Like, it was just shots from the Die Hard movie. It's shots so from the Die Hard movie was like, and then oh, flashing COVID. back to we shots of the battery, and they just kind of put them together. Yeah, we don't, even yeah. Need, we don't even need to have Bruce Willis come over so we can just make this commercial during COVID times. So just to recap one more time. Based on the faces of the two people that just took a sip of this, I'm not going to like (laughs) it. Battleground Farms. Hang on, let me finish this. This is a big recap, and I need to make everybody on the same page. Battleground Farms is the name of the company. We have put them into three different bottles of very old Barton, and now we're on week four of them being aged. Or like like seven, six or six. I don't think it's that long, is it? Yeah, it is. It's definitely not four. Because we tasted them. Episode 47 the was the first, first week, put them in. And then we tasted them the second week. And, and we then we took a week off due to uh, the difficult times that we're all facing mm-hmm. right now. Cue uh, sad music. Because that's little, every fucking commercial today. Is 2020 is unlike any other year before. In the eyes of you're having any of these, <laughs> If you're having any of these symptoms, yeah. death... Fly away. Be five weeks. <laughs> everybody that has died five since weeks. okay, everybody so that's died since March in did. the United States is a COVID victim. Right. We well, did. yeah, they died of COVID. We did the actual. We tried regular old Bartons on week forty-seven, uh, and then is that the week we put them, them in? Yes. Okay. And then we put them in after the show, and then week forty-eight, we did all three of them. Okay. And then it's been one, two, three weeks. Um, the week off. The height is. And this is be. Like that, so yeah. five weeks. Now the company recommends. Would you say three to five days? Yeah, three to five days in Which, the bourbon. It, it, even after the first week, I didn't get that much no. out of it. The cherry was the cherry was good. You but, could taste that right away. But after about three or four, it started getting much better. Uh, yeah, I haven't tried the. Now this is the oak. Oak. We're this doing the, the oak. oak. Five weeks in the bottle. And it's a. I get a big, big wood punch right mm-hmm. up front. But it, but it mellows out very nicely. Try it again. And the finish of Try it is one more sip. the finish of it's not bad at all. That oak goes away pretty quick. It just yeah. makes my nose t- like, but it, like like I want to sneeze. I don't know. That initial <laughs> punch that is isn't. But there again, we're going. We're what ten times over what they yeah. recommend. Right. Yeah. By the way, so, joining us on the podcast. Something is worth doing. It's worth doing a lot of. Off microphone. Go, or go home. Is member number eight of the podcast that is Dalton the Bounce. Welcome, Dalton. How are you? You got a name. You haven't been here since we named you, but you got a name now. Yeah. Dalton the Bounce. All right. I'm I'm actually kind of glad the bouncer in the area likes the name because I could have gotten beaten up over that. (laughs) All right. uh, So that was the oak taste. Uh, Chris, you like it? 
Um, come back to me. I want to tell you. I'm going to give you my opinion right. after we taste all three. So I think the cherry is probably the. So buy a couple of bottles of just really cheap bourbon. We are big fans of very uh, old. However, bourbon. good cheap bourbon. Don't yeah. buy. By the way, is this back in stock yet, Chris? Because uh, uh, if it is, I'll take a case on Mark's. Mark. <laughs> I almost said Mark's tab on Mark's, Mark's account. Order it for, for me through Mark, please. The library. I, you're not paying for it. Oh, okay. I'll pay you for it. All right. I mean, you then have to. I'm all right. You initially have to pay for it, but then, anyways. Got a case coming. Uh, we all really enjoy the the oh, the uh, the cherry after about a week. We felt like the oak and the maple needed about another week or so. We, I thought those were very good the second time we tried yeah, them. Right. So after about two weeks in the bottle. I think that Maple. was about this ideal. Is this one. is cherry. This is cherry, okay. By the way, we need to say thank you. I don't think you get as much a change in flavor. I think it rounds it out a lot. Like I it, like that. Yeah, this, this is really good, but it's not... I think I actually get it, less of the cherry it's flavor It's not now. like I have a Shirley Temple in front of me. Yeah. No, I still get a lot of cherry, but, but like it's not... It, I don't feel like it's changed much more. Since I think the, the second time the, we tried. Yeah, the cherry is much more subtle and way yeah. less overpowering than the we oak. Said it softened it out. Yep, that's that's where I'm at. Like if you Mark go, said, around you go out. if you go from I think the cherry back to the oak, then back to the cherry, you'll see. I think what it. I think the there's it is fantastic. I think there's a limited amount that much wood can do, regardless of how long you leave it in there. Yeah, I think it's at the point where so a, a week or two, and I think you can. It looks cool in the bottle, but I don't think it's actually doing anything else to it. Yes, I would agree. What do you do with the wood after you're done with it? it? Up your butt. Put it in another Ooh. <laughs> hey, it's got a nice little point on one side, so it makes entry easy. I don't Jesus. like By the way, off mic, uh, Matt said you could stick it up your butt, and now we're elaborating on the different methods of sticking it up your butt. <laughs> Have you ever seen? <laughs> okay, oh, if you got I your computer, you would, would, your farts you would smell get, like cherry. If you if you want Whiskey to cherry. get get on your little computer, probably get on your little too. computer yep. and type in Maker's Mark cork. Maker's Mark. Thank you makes a replacement cork. So like once you open hey, your Chris. bottle of Maker's Mark, there's this nice metal stopper that you can put in it. And if it don't look like a butt plug, nothing does. Hey, Chris. How do you spell cork? Or put Maker's Mark stopper. Stopper? Because cork didn't do it. Put in butt plug. No, Maker's Mark butt plug. I will not have butt plug in my Google search history. <laughs> go to go to in private in private yeah. surfing. Do an incognito search. Yeah. So this last one... All right, is maple. Hold on. Yep, I'm going to... I need it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think have maybe... Have you seen this, Chris? You had to have seen this, right? The Maker's Mark stopper? Ow. <laughs> that, that is sharp. Oh, you need shit. to be That's not precise. butt plug stuff. That's like you could kill somebody with that. Ooh. And, and the, two little, your... the, the two little rubber rings about three-quarters <laughs> the way up? Yep. Yeah, give it a little, you know... A little grippage? A little grippage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's far enough with you, that. What you thought I was now? making that up, didn't you? This is the maple? This is the maple. Yep, cherry maple oak. Mm. But that maple's Man, pretty we good, did, too. We did, we did oak, cherry, then that maple. I know, that was my... I like this one the best That was my maple? ranking. Yeah. See? I, cherry see, maple oak. So, a couple weeks ago, it was cherry for me. We were all cherry, mm -hmm. cherry, cherry, cherry. So, for me, tasting this, that maple is bomb. Like, it's that totally the best smoothed one. it out. I, 
head and shoulders above the um, other two, all right, I think. Especially going back to the other two. So these are available on Amazon, or you can message their page directly. You can buy them individually in packs, mention our or name. you can buy all three. Please do mention yeah. the Library Pubcast. Tell them the, the guys at the Pubcast sent you. By the way, they also sell jerky. I'm thinking about ordering some and just seeing what it's like, because I fucking love jerky. I like jerky. I as, long as, it's, as, as long as it's good jerky and not the cheap shit that you buy in the, uh, in yeah. the gas station... Is there such a thing as bad beef jerky? Now, the stuff you buy in the gas station that's been there sure. for like six sure. months that you break teeth trying to, you know. Yeah. But other than that, it's. You enjoy. I mean. It's, it's beef and spices. Right. Yeah. And salt. Well, lots of salt. salt. And lots of salt. I'd much question. rather have it in the form of a steak. So we have, a, yeah. we have one of those foodie. Um, whatever they're called, like dehydrators. Dehydrated food processor. It does all, everything air yeah. fries, dehydrates everything. Damn. Um, can I take leftover turkey, Thanksgiving turkey, and then turn it into jerky? No. Yeah, turkey jerky. Yeah, it's turkey You absolutely jerky. can. Can you do no, that with, with stuff that's not already with cooked? cooked? Because you've already cooked the moisture out of it, so if you mm. put it in a something to make it into a jerky, it's going to turn into the cheap stuff that you buy at the at the 7-Eleven. probably be some stuff so you your, could throw in your bug out. Does bag. your dehydrator yeah, use heat? That much. Yeah, it's an electric. It uses heat. Electric okay. Uh, you know, I, Mark is a big fan of Alton Brown. Have you seen his jerky recipe? Yes. Have you tried it? No. I want to try it. So he doesn't now, use are you any heat actually, at all. Are you going to actually go buy two furnace filters and a fan? Yeah. Especially the because I, I made the wait, mistake. What? Yeah. Okay, I here's made, the deal. Alton's yeah. Brown's food dehydrator is he takes a brand new furnace Get filter. Get on the mic. And you, and you got you to gotta get the ones that aren't the... The they're, ones that are kind of almost—they're uh, incredibly cheap, plasticky. Yeah. So okay. Money, yeah, so yeah. you take one, you paper. set it down. Oh, and and you need a fan, at least two, if not more, like a box fan. No, you no, just, like a box fan. he just has one, and he does three filters onto that one fan. And the fan, right. by the way, is the Blowhard three thousand. Well, well, that's because that's, they couldn't put they couldn't the use the real name <laughs> anyway. And you need the fan, the filters, and two bungee straps. Okay. You take the first filter out, you set it down on your table, and you take your strips of meat, and you lay it in the grooves. The long way. The long way. So the rectangle Of way. the filter. Because so the filter is... So it's laying in the grooves of the oh, filter. I got, it. I got it, yeah. Then you take the other filter, Stay put it over mic. the top. Stay on mic. The other filter, put it over the top, set the fan on it, blowing through it, strap the whole thing together, and then open a window and set it in the window and turn the fan on. And blow it out. So you're making so, non-heated jerky. So the idea behind making jerky is that when you use heat, it semi-cooks the jerky and makes it tough. Sure. But if you just use moving air, it, it pulls the moisture out without cooking the meat and leaves it very tender. It's I, I know someone that tried Raw it. Raw meat. What? Raw, Raw meat. meat. Yeah. Raw meat. Battleground really Farms God Family Jerky is the name of the Facebook page. Battleground Farms is the name of the company. They're located in Georgia, so I was completely off on all of my guesses. Uh, but that doesn't start with an O. Reach out to them Sam's today. Tonight. I was way hey, off. Who has who has the <laughs> who has the scanner of the week about the chicken? That was me. Okay, you read it then because I. Oh, go ahead, go ahead uh, and read it because I'm not on the right page. All right, but it I'll is probably if we had sorry, a I muted you. If we what? had a, if we had a scanner, Hall of Fame, this would have to be on the Mount Rushmore of the scanner Hall of Fame. I mean, it was very he much asked up there. That guy to be on the show just one time, like he doesn't have anything to do with the liquor industry whatsoever. But he's do you have it up there, Matt? Guy. I do. Okay, I Matt's money. Matt's gonna read it for us. Caller nine one one says she gave money to her neighbor Louie to go get her food from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Louie returned. 
with a little itty-bitty old chicken, which is not what the caller wanted. <laughs> caller wanted five, five crispy wings. That's it. Just five crispy wings. Not a little old chicken. Not a little bitty chicken. Well, the caller wants the police to uh, get her money back from Louie or go pick her up five wings from KFC. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Either or, you know. Could the police go pe- pick up my order for me, please? Yes. <laughs> That's, they're just like Grubhub. Louie is such an asshole. I believe Probably this more was, Frick, Louis. I believe this one was Matt submitted possible abduction oh, IV yeah. gas station 96th and Q Street that's right next to the uh, headquarters of my company. Caller says female was abducted by a gray jeep. Caller was also following the jeep and they were ramming each other. Jeep was last seen southbound. Separate caller says the female was possibly struck by a vehicle in a parking lot. Update. The Jeep has pulled into the Papio Police Station in Sarpy County. Officers are making contact. Officers are advising no abduction, just a drug deal gone bad. <laughs> just a drug deal gone bad. Oh my God. Which I want to know right? what kind like, of drugs they were gotta buying. It's got to be weed, dude. Like, nobody's going to just, like... If you're it's driving down the weed. street ramming your car into another car, it's got to be something pretty good. That's a bad, well, really I don't know, bad drug man, deal. But you're not you going go to you're not gonna go to the police? You don't do that over weed. a dime bag of weed. I mean, do you like... Sure. It, sure. If, if I get screwed dealer, over for 50 sure. bucks on a but bag of weed, not, I'm probably just going to let it go. Right. It's only 50 sh- bucks. But that's what they're counting on. But it's also not the dealer that went to the police station. It had to have been the person that got screwed on the deal because if the dealer went, the cops are going to be like, all right, we're going to search your vehicle because they're not just going to have that one deal I would assume they went there after the car ramming portion of of the Act 2, Scene 4. I'm serious. I want I want I want a scanner on our podcast. Just well, contact get whoever I want scanner. I'll reach out to him. You can, you can like just get him drunk. You can get like a sponsor. And then make him that. read and then get a really good scanner that we can make <laughs> him read it. Make him read his favorite no, his favorite ones that he's put out. Yeah. His his most liked or shared. You can, oh, you can pay to like be a sponsor yeah. on their page and stuff, but it's expensive. Yeah, well, of course. They're they're incredibly popular. Well, yeah, they oh, we like need to do so thousand dollars. Yeah. It's kind of well, crazy. Yeah. All right, so all right, not, wrapping it up now. Not all right. Rest in pieces. What do we have? Uh, we've lost a big one, right? Lost another big one. I don't. I don't know. Mark was the one that had the rest in peace this week. Oh, Squiggy died. Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, Squiggy died. I can't remember Squiggy's name. Yeah, he's the he was the one with the little piece of hair that came yeah. down. Squiggy, oh, man, Laverne and Shirley. That man, that bitch. was schlump. Seventy-one. Oh no, Hugh Keys. Byron Kays? Oh yeah, he the was, dude from Mad Max. He was the one that played Evil Immortal King Joe. His name his name was David L. Lander. Was the oh, actual was, actor? Was Squiggy's name. Yeah, you're talking about Yeah, Hugh Kane's Byron uh passed away. He was recently played in the re relaunch of the Mad Max series. Fury he played uh Imperial uh, no, it's, sorry, it was Fury, Fury Road, Road is what I was thinking. Fury Road, right. And I think it was Immortal Joe was the name was his character's name. He actually it, played Immortal Joe in the original Mad Max, too. It was Squiggy. What? No, this is another we're, guy. Separate, we're talking separate, about two, separate, two separate, separate. different oh, people. Oh, two yeah, different yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I fell asleep during Fury Road. So I don't welcome to the podcast, Mark. Rest, rest in peace, now. Squiggy and the guy from Mad Max. He really Thank likes my Bye, everybody. I have a personal rest Bye, in everybody. peace. I need to send out uh, somebody within the racing community that passed away just recently. He was Again? 61 years old. Yeah, uh, 61 years old, uh, not able to overcome the COVID-19, and he leaves behind four young daughters, several great-grandchildren, so excuse me, several grandchildren and several drivers that don't have a ride. Really, really nice guy. Butch Bay 
Wade uh, passed away after he he was able to beat cancer, but not able to overcome COVID-19. Uh, rest in peace, Butch Bade. The, uh, the racing community lost a giant uh, over the weekend. So uh, rest in peace, Butch. Anything else, guys? Nope. Have a nice week. Bye, everybody. Bye. See you. Bye. Okay. I will not have butt plug in my Google search history.